Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Well, welcome back to Toast in the Morning. Right now, as we speak, Houston Texans should be losing to Carolina. Looking for live updates from our field reporter, Dan Cafaro. Yep, uh, actually, they just scored a touchdown. It should be 7-7 seven, seven shortly. Wait, no, it's 7-6 still. Never mind. Did they make a field goal? What happened here, Evan? We looked away for five minutes. I I have no clue. Oh, they did? I guess they missed the extra point. Oh, beautiful. Look at that. Look at that. But proceeding so, to week three. We got a lot to oh, talk about. Well, week two. We got to talk about week two. A week two, I wiped the floor, Evan, as per usual, as per expected. Giant, right, thank right, God, right. you know the Giants didn't win that game for Evan's sake. Um, but yeah, I wiped the floor. Where did I go? Eleven and five. You went eleven and five. I'm not gonna say I predicted the Chiefs' upset loss. But Lamar went and beat Patrick Mahomes for the first time. Thanks, Edward Solaire. You know, Lamar Jackson did his thing. A couple early turnovers really cost them. But at the same time, Kansas City had a couple turnovers of their own in the form of Clyde Edwards. So they're having that crucial fumble. Um, Lamar got it done. And a very gutsy call by Mr. Harbaugh to go for and forth down. Yes. And it worked out. You want to go through all the games? Not really. We'll talk about the bit. Like, we'll talk about individual things, but I don't think we need to sit there and go for each each individual game. Like another thing we talk about too, I want to say is that what you know is Clyde Edwards Alaire so far. He's a fantasy bust. Man was going second, third round fantasy rounds, and he's getting four or five touches a game, couple receptions, no touchdowns, couple turnovers. He might not be that good. No, I don't think it's that. I think he's a great back, but it's not Kansas City system. They they have the lowest uh, target share for the running back position in the NFL. They don't give the ball to backs. I mean, we've known this. So why did Kareem Hunt play so good? Because that was three or four years ago. And this offense is twice as dynamic as it was then. I don't know. I just don't think he's a good running back. But he's yeah, I, but the, he, he's just not going to like. You can't say he's getting the touches and failing because he has the least amount of touches in the league. He's not good. That's a bold statement because I think he's well, one of the better receiving year. backs. Yeah, I know, right? Hmm, let's see. Ooh, let's another see. bust too. Ooh, is Miles Sanders. Year. Ooh, last year's stats. Okay. Uh, 101 rushes, 803 yards. So that's 4.4 yards per carry. That's good. Uh, mm. That's uh, good. It's pretty good for, although you're drafting especially the first round. Sm- especially a smaller back. What, how many like, how many receptions he had receiving yards? He had 36 least... receptions, 297 yards, and that's touchdown. it. I'm honestly surprised. And then we have this year 27 rushes. You're telling me two games we give him 20 so whatever rushes. And he has 89 yards. That's also a problem. I think this old line's better than last year. 
They they signed Joe Tooney. They traded for Orlando Brown. It still doesn't look like Patrick Mahomes has time in the pocket, so I can't really. I, I get the names they signed, but this seems like they really have developed in chemistry yet as an offensive line. I think they'll get better as it goes on, but they're still kind of. Eh. Man, O lines are kind of important. Everyone. Nah, that's the Giants. They've only gone zero and two every year for the last like decade. And in that case, it's let's just draft a lot of skilled players. Saquon Barkley, come on down. Exactly. Go Saquon. Go Giants. Daniel Jones is still better than Tua. Tua is a bottom five quarterback in the NFL. All right, here we go again. We're going to open this can of words. I mean, what the one thing I want to ask you too, what were those reports coming out of Miami? There was a big problem kind of going on where it kind of seems like you had uh, people reporting outside out of Miami that Tua's injury originally wasn't severe at all. He was was supposed to be a bruise. It was supposed to be a bruised rib. But it kind of made it sound like, like how did those two reports get out? Because it made it Tua, I feel at least, seem kind of like like a bitch for lack of better terms. Because they kind of had Tua out of the game. They're like, oh, he's perfectly fine. He'll be back next week. He's day to day. But he got carted off the field. And it's kind of weird because I don't know how you let those kind of reports get out of your out of your locker room. I don't know how that kind of went down. And then it kind of comes out that, oh, actually, he, you know, broke his ribs. Where it's kind of like, oh, okay. Now it makes sense. He was carted off the field. He couldn't come back in the game. But at first, it was kind of strange. It's like Tua is what okay and he can't play. Yeah, I but even when I, he was I, on I the field, was, he was extremely lackluster. For two drives. Yeah. He was on for two drives. I'm aware. And that O line is okay. Let's just start with this this grace of a game. So then where it comes to is we'll get honestly we'll get to the offensive line in a second, but can I say one last thing? All right. But let's look. He only threw what four attempts for the Bills, so let him slide one completion. And you know, eh, so he can't really say anything. He had what a 40.6 rating on four attempts. No one really cares. Still sacked twice with a 3.3 average. No one cares. All that nonsense, right? But let's go first to Pages, even a week back, bro. He what is he was 16 completions on 27 attempts, 200 yards, one touchdown, and an interception. And it's not like it's any better than his career totals. I mean, give him, and then you know, we'll say his offensive line isn't as good, right? I understand he needs time to develop, but like we were discussing, and as we saw, you know, our my boy Strong Opinion Sports, he's being significantly outshone by his peers. I mean, Joe Burrow, who has arguably a worse offensive line. No, it's, I think they're neck and neck. They okay, are let's see if they're neck and neck. Joe Burrow is showing things that are five times better than two. What? Look, I think he kind of stabbed, dude, Burrow was stab padding last game, man. They were out of that game so early. They did not play well. And sure, yeah, he he they he played well against Minnesota for sure. But like, if you want to look at statistics, they were practically identical last year. It's I, 
I, I think it's a, a lot of recency bias. I think it's all just the media has to choose one person to really hate. You can't even say it's recency Herbert, bias because he Tua hasn't been good even going past the recently. You can't even what say he got. That? But I'm saying like, like you can't tell me it's recency bias that Tua is playing badly. Oh, now we think he's bad. He's been no, I'm, I'm talking bad about his whole career. He played. He's played ten games, Pete. He's played ten uh, that's games. What, that's why, and he hasn't um, been awfully bad. That's, that's why he still has time, and I get it. But even when guys play poorly, they still show things that you know, like this can be developed on. Where a lot of things that I want to see from two is just like some of them are the intangibles. Like he physically can't get like he's a small pocket passer. It's rarely ever been done in NFL history. And some of those guys, so pretty much everyone likes to say, oh, Drew Brees did it, Drew Brees did it. There's one Drew Brees, one guy's ever done it. That's that little is only a pocket passer because you can't even tell me Russell Wilson because that guy could run and move. You know, there's a lot of those guys that are smaller. Your Kyler Murray's and Russell Wilson's like to scramble. So it's like, how likely is it that he could sit in the pocket and deliver me good balls and be my franchise quarterback? And I'm just, I'm not sure yet. Because he has less than where I would be unless he unless he has less than two seconds in the pocket. Where if they win under ten, even under eight games, let's say they have to get not even general. No matter what, they have to bring competition to the quarterback room next year. Look, if the, if they win less than nine games, I'm going to lose my shit. They're going to have to bring, I think, no matter what, you bring competition to the quarterback room, whether it's through the draft, whether it's through free agency. What you have to do is bring some talent in, whether it's a veteran to compete with two and get them off no, his ass. No. Or he had that last year. He okay, had that I, last year. No, I agree. And, with they you. Ha- and they handled it. And I think hindsight now, you can look at it. They probably handled it poorly. They handled the offensive coordinator hire poorly. Offensive line poorly. So then not, that, it hasn't that beg, worked. That begs my next question is should you guys have drafted Penny Sewell like everybody wanted them to? I don't think it would have mattered. I think we needed a, vez, a veteran presence because we have a bunch of young guys. But I still think a bunch he of young guys brought a lot more to the table than Jalen Waddle's been doing for your offense. Jalen Waddle's been fine. I know he's been he's fine. Been fine. Now, okay, now we're doing this all this bullshit now with the whole like Oh, they should have picked what they should have picked Sewell. Like, we're two games in, guys. People are saying Jalen Phillips is a bust. He's it's only two games. I I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't I, 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 I do next week or is uh Reed Sinet Sinet, however you want to say his name. Jacoby. It's Jacoby. No, for sure. Oh yeah. It's hundred percent. He's he's working with the first team. And who you guys play next week? Vegas. We'll get to that in the predictions. We will get to that in the predictions. But my oh my, there are the, so many people. Yeah. Uh, oh god, the Giants. The I don't line play. I already already spoke on that. I don't think. Did we talk about the Giants game last week? Because I I think I, I was really. Ra- I was rambling a little we, bit we, while no. the game was actually happening. But Daniel Jones had a top five week out of any other quarterback in the league. Ran for close to 100 yards, threw for another two-something with a touchdown. I guess he threw over through Slayton for one ball. I get that. But what are you going to expect him to be flawless? The man has zero turnovers. If I can get that from him every week, 
That's legit quarterback play. You tell me Daniel Jones giving you zero turnovers, a hundred rushing yards, a bunch of passing yards, and you're gonna lose this game. We lost this game off of stupid mistakes. Once again, Daniel Jones overthrew that one touchdown ball. And we had a penalty where, you know, first kick was missed to win the game. Then they go in and win it. And, you know, there's a lot of little things, a lot of flags, a lot of just sloppy football on this football team where you got to beat the Washington football team. This is our, I think Daniel Jones first lost the Washington football team. And like, for some reason, when he plays them, he turns into like, like the man, like, it's kind of funny. He, like, his numbers versus the – like, I get they're a bad team, but just in general, he's played a lot of bad teams, and he even plays bad against them. But it's a Washington football team. He becomes, like, five times better. It's kind of a strange uh, phenomenon. But I don't know where to see this team going. I still think we finished right around 500, a little less than 500. We'll have the classic Giants burst of, like, two, three wins in a row in the middle of the season, get overhyped, and nothing will happen. I am – I these past two weeks, I would say I've been quite disappointed with Joe Judge and how he's run this team. Just the personal fouls, the constant lapse of concentration. I, I thought this guy was here to solve it. It's it's not worked out, unfortunately, and he's got to figure it out because I even though it's his second year, I think he's all, he's already on a short leash. Because not only if this fails, I think he with Gettleman goes. Yeah, if if Judge goes, so does Gettleman. Yeah, because that is this Gettleman's second. This is this is second hire, right? Because he hires Shermer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna get another opportunity. We're gonna get a third guy. No, there's no way. He's not. Um. But we do know Graham Gano is automatic and the best kicker in football. I have on fantasy in two of my leagues. He is automatic. But looking back on the games, I think that was we. Like any other games, you you feeling specifically? Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to look here. Uh Minnesota did Minnesota things. They missed a field goal. What a shock! A chip shot. Shout out Gus Johnson, Nakeeb Talib for being the best commentating commentators in the league. They are awesome. Tennessee surprised uh, me. I'm not gonna lie. What was that? Tennessee surprised me. They came back. They came out of nowhere. They were out tail. They were without a tail of the one. Mm-hmm. And the, the biggest, I think, also the other take we forgot about this week is people were too quick to panic on Aaron Rodgers. He's done. He's washed. He's old. Yeah, that's crazy. He annihilated Detroit. Aaron Jones was another guy like, oh, we paid him too much money already. This, that, the third. He's a fantasy plus this. He's going to be bad. Had five touchdowns. Something like that. Four or five touchdowns, right? Yeah. Something like that. Detroit kept up with us for the first half. And then. Yeah, they went, one of them, like a seven nothing lead. And then it was like 28-7. No, 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 no. It was like. I think I think at one point it was like twenty one seventeen. I think it was seventeen fourteen at one point at half Detroit. Yeah, there we go. And then yeah, they scored it was, three they straight were, touchdowns in the second half. And yeah. then they went for and they went for fourth down for some reason. Devontae Adams they, had one hundred twenty one receiving yards. Aaron Jones sixty seven rushing yards and a touchdown. But he also had what three receiving touchdowns. 
Yeah, they're fine. Jared Although, Goff, two fumbles, Detroit, one but... lost fumble. Yeah, they're okay. They're okay. Uh, Jared Goff honestly surprised me in the first half. Like he looked, yeah, he looked good. Like actually looked decent. Huh. And uh, TJ Hawkinson well, is a TJ Hawkinson is also the king of fantasy right now because the, pretty much every tight end is ass in fantasy because for some reason looking at it, the tight end targets have been down crazy. So the only tight ends getting legit targets this year are like what Kelsey Waller and Hawkinson. Yeah, especially Waller. And then the only other two you can kind of fit into other usable tenants fantasy are like Noah Fant and Kyle Pitts. Is it Pitts? Like, is Pitts getting those targets? He's getting, I think, a decent amount of targets, but it's definitely better than the rest of the, uh, like, tight ends are doing real bad in fantasy this year. And that's why my, there- my pick to, to start off the year was... Hotkinson and I said he would enter the elite conversation tight ends. Another great, another great take. Yeah, you you've especially those week one takes, those those predictions were really good. Yeah, no, my week one takes were like weirdly correct. Also, but I also had the terrible take of James Winston playing good this week. So that was that. Oh god, they they came crashing down, didn't they? James Winston looked worse than he ever has. That was terrible. That was just oof. But let's let's, let's rattle off some predictions, shall we? Let's rattle. Uh, yeah, you know what? Why not? Why not? All right. So we got the the Carolina Houston game right now. We both had Carolina going into yeah, this. It, yeah. It, Washington Buffalo. Yeah. I'm taking Buffalo. Buffalo is wait, whoa, 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 wait. Hold on. I could do it on my end because I got the spreadsheet open. I'll do it on my end. My apologies to me. It's, it's okay. Uh, wait. You said Washington <laughs> he Buffalo. Said that, he said that's okay. Which one you just said, Washington Buffalo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you said Buffalo, right? They're gonna spank Washington. Yeah, I think now that that Miami game, I think it's already lit the fire under them. And just great, congratulations, Buffalo! You are now the AFC champions, AFC East champions. Uh, okay, Chargers, Kansas City, Kansas City. Hey, me too. Me too. Uh, Arizona Jacksonville. Let me pull this up. Arizona Jacksonville, Arizona. Yeah. Ooh, I've, we should have talked about this, dude. Like, what's the whole Jacksonville? Like, Urban Meyer. Oh, go ahead. Trevor, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence like, I think, is more a product of coaching right now. I think it's a horrendous system and it's being poorly run. Even though they were bad last year, there you could still see some shining. Like, even what's his name got to win last year? Like they were horrific last year. Don't get me wrong. They won. But, they won their first game and they've been zero and seventeen yeah. since. It's but but big big but I think it's a product of coaching and scheme. I think Urban Meyer is a horrendous coach. Didn't he say something along the lines of like, oh, like it feels like every week you get to play Alabama in the NFL? Yep. Yep. And then someone was like, what do you think he was going to play Purdue? Yeah, and even and also don't disrespect Purdue. <laughs> like Purdue's pretty decent. Um, it's obviously I don't think he's ever coached in the NFL as like a positional coach. I think it's strictly been college. Mm-hmm. He's that seems like the, Chip Kelly two point huh? Worse. That's why that's why that's why it's two point oh. 
It's I I think he's I think he's gone after this year. Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano was better than him in the pro level. Yeah. <laughs> like, geez. I love um, Shiano. He's doing good things. He's doing good things at Rutgers. Rutgers football three now. We're about to be if we beat Mich- if we beat Michigan this weekend, I'm literally gonna shit myself. I swear to God, like they should have beat them last year. Like throat punch Harbaugh. Fuck Harbaugh. I fu- oh, God, did you see I how two him. two Rutgers football players got uh, suspended? I did see that because they did, did a drive by with paintball guns. <laughs> I saw that. I'm like, you <laughs> cannot make this up. Come on, uh, you. Uh, okay, uh, Chicago, Cleveland, Cleveland. Yeah, it's the it's uh Justin Fields first game starting. Copy, man. And all right. All right. Indy Tennessee. Tennessee. Hey, me too. And especially with Carson Wentz being out. That's gonna be fun. <sighs> New Orleans versus New England. Give me, give me mac and cheese. Me too. Me too. Uh New York. We're gonna first win this week yeah. against Atlanta. <sighs> me too. Oh my god! You're gonna be tight. Atlanta's not good, man. Like they put up a little fight against Tampa Bay, but they, geez, they fell apart. I think it gets it done. Uh, Cincinnati, Pitt, Pittsburgh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, Baltimore, Detroit, Baltimore. These games feel really easy for now. For now, I think I know if <laughs> I think I know one game that we're really going to we're going to disagree on. Uh, Jets, Jets, Denver. Yeah, Zach. Oh, Zach Wilson has looked quite bad. Um, Vegas, Miami. Vegas, Las Vegas Miami. is going to make Miami look like a pee wee football team next week. Jeez, I wonder why you're going Vegas. I wonder why. Because <laughs> Miami fucking blows, bro. Miami, bro, Miami has no quarterback next week. Okay. They have no offensive line. Uh-huh. And they're facing one of the hottest teams in football with one of the most powerful offenses. What? Two weeks. It's been two weeks. That's why it's. I didn't say the best. I said hottest. Hot temperature. They're heating up. We are two weeks in. And That's John, why John, it's... John Las Vegas is another one of teams. I know. Las Vegas in the first five weeks, never count them out. They will start. It's like them in Seattle. Never play them in the first five weeks. I have Miami, and here's why. <laughs> why? Uh, Jacoby Brissett's about to light them up behind no offensive line and I, a high I pressure think, rate. I think that is. He's mobile, right? He can scramble. Case. That's very much not the case. Brian Flores. Is going to light a fire under them. There's no way in hell. Unless he puts a suits up and plays right guard Excuse tomorrow, me. next Excuse week. Me. Excuse me. I'm, I am I let you speak. You're going to let me speak. All right. I think that's fair enough. Brian Flores, he's going to light a fire under these guys. There's no way in hell he is pleased with this performance last week. I think also, I think it helps slightly that uh, the Raiders don't blitz a whole lot. It, they are just pure pass rush. They rely on Max Crosby, Carl Nass, Yannick Ngakwe. Very good. That's going to be scary, but they don't don't blitz a whole lot compared to New England. I'm speaking right here. I'll give you time when I'm done. And Buffalo. Buffalo, 
blitzed the shit out of Miami and embarrassed them. New, uh, New England, they do a lot of design blitzes and all that. Vegas, they don't blitz. So maybe that gives Brissett time in the pocket. Maybe. I'm not guaranteeing that. Also, I think the defense is going to do their job. They did their job for the most part last week. But they just well, fell out of steam because the offense sucked. So they got to win this game. They they absolutely got to win this game for sure. And there's no way they're Brian Flores is letting this, letting this go. So let me get this right. Okay. okay. Oh, and there was your mic. All right. You're back. All right. Okay. Let me get this right. You are right. lying, right? So first off, you don't know what the game plan is going to be. They could blitz the living shit out of Jacoby Brissett because they know that he is not very good. Hey, that's true. But okay. who knows? But let's say, let's say they don't. You're telling me now. You're lying. And Jacoby Brissett to pick apart the Vegas defense. He's going to sit there in the pocket and deliver a well-timed throws under pressure. You tell me he's, going to, he's going to sit up in the pocket with his I elite don't care. I don't care how they win. If Jacoby throws for 4,000 yards or four yards, if they win, they win. I think the defense but will do their you know job. what needs to happen for them to the- win? He needs to have, like, Vegas is going to put up at least 28 on Miami. I disagree. Darren and Waller is going to have a buck 15, a pair of touchdowns. Who's you I wouldn't be shocked. Who's I would be shocked because he did that last that last time. Uh, I would no. be shocked. With you that have, I'm not saying that any team has somebody to cover him, but Miami especially has nobody big enough or fast enough to cover Darren Waller. Nobody does. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Xavier you think Howard, Xavier Howard can cover Darren Waller? You're stupid. He did pretty well against Tyreek Hill, who's the fastest. He, oh, I'm not talking speed. Imagine now he's fast, but he's also like 6'5". Uh, look, I wouldn't be shocked if Darren Waller... Well, first off, Derek Carr throws it to Darren Waller like 35 times. Mm-hmm. So, of course, he's probably going to put up at least 100 yards. I wouldn't be shocked. But the Dolphins... Another hot take? group. And let me make one last statement. All right. Henry Ruggs burst onto the scene this week. Henry Ruggs is going to have no at least a touchdown, eighty receiving yards. No, he's going to speed up the gap. He's you're going to you're going to sleep on him. Henry nope. Ruggs. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Who's covering him? Oh, Ivan Jones, Javon Holland, Eric Ward, I, Jason McCourty. See, I don't these, think these these. These cornerbacks, these defensive backs for Miami are really good. I'm no, I'm aware, but I think they get him involved in a lot more shallow block up field. I don't think he's going to be in a lot of what like one on one situations. No way you're going to man up Henry Ruggs. No way you'll be in more of a zone coverage. I, I think you can get it done. I don't. Miami, and he's been disappointing it, 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 in terms of his career to who, say the least. Who Henry? Henry Ruggs. He was kind of, people were kind of hoping he was going to be like a Tyreek Hill, but people forgot he can't really catch as well. Catch. Yeah. He's literally fast guy. He's Al Davis fast guy. Um, Look, this game is going, win or lose, this game's going to be just, it's going to mentally drain my brain because I know this game's going to be close. It's, 
it's it's in Vegas, and uh, I'm not looking forward to this game, honestly, just from a viewing experience. I mean, we're going to see Vegas play on November 7th in MetLife. They're playing the Giants? Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to all day. We're going to go there like 8 a.m. You think I'm not down for that? Come on, man. Tampa Bay, um, L.A. I'm yeah, taking L.A. This is going to give Tampa Bay their first loss. Uh, Stafford's going to light them up. I'm not going to lie. When, when I was doing this, I was I was hoping this would be the one that like we also disagree on. I have the Rams, too. Stafford's my, my boy. And also in my DraftKings, I believe I might have Yes, I think Robert Woods is going to be his week this week because Cooper Cup has been the main target. But I think that, you know, those DBs in Tampa Bay really kind of hone in on Cooper Cup. Seattle, Minnesota. I don't know. I kind of want to go Minnesota. Pete is doing the skull. (laughs) I'm going to take skull. No, nah, I'm kidding. Uh, Russell Wilson and Tyler Locker are actually going to murk their like, league-worst secondary. I also have them in my DraftKings. All right, that's fair enough. Man, that's good right there. I'm like, you had the analysis, the analysis, and then you're like, well, he's also my DraftKings. So. <laughs> um, so you have Seattle. For this game, I'm going to go Minnesota just to be different. And also, it's gonna be it's gonna be an offensive showdown. No, there will be no defense this game. There'll be none. So yeah, Minnesota, Green Bay, San Francisco. Green Bay. I got San Fran. That's embarrassing. I don't care. <laughs> then Philly, Dallas. I'm gonna take Philly. I'm going Dallas. Uh, I at home. Look, Philly, they put up a decent fight. Uh, so that's good for them. But Dallas, they're, they're at home for the first time. So, yeah, I'm going Dallas. What position do you pick Jacksonville week one? I genuinely have no clue why. <laughs> no, 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 it was even worse. Okay, maybe you could get away with that one because Houston was also bad. But how did last week you... At last week, also big Jacksonville. Why? Why? I really <laughs> like what? Because I was upset that Denver beat the Giants. <laughs> oh my god! Oh jeez! Oh god! What is wrong with me? Why'd you pick Cincinnati too? Wait, why did I pick Miami? So- that's facts, honestly. Let's go through my DraftKings right now. Let me let me, let me right, think. Right. Right. Okay. All right, so all right. I have Russell Wilson at quarterback. That cost me seven thousand six hundred. That co- that cost me. Yeah. Uh, my running back's a little questionable. Saquon and Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I mean, to be fair, Atlanta's rush defense is like abysmal, and Saquon is bound to have like an insane game eventually. I can live with the Saquon one. It was more, more or less. See, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I was running low on money because I spent most of my money on 
Russell Wilson and Tyler Lockett, who's one of my receivers. They both okay, cost me. That, so it's like, you know what? Clyde Wizard needs to catch like one touchdown and I'll be happy. Like that's fair enough. Then my receivers are Tyler Lockett, Cole Beasley, and Robert Woods. Tyler Lockett, Cole Okay. Still sleep on Cole. Cole has those random games where he pops off. Then my tight end is Hopkinson against Baltimore, who has the worst tight end uh, coverage. Tyler Boyd at Flex. I'm a big Boyd fan. Love Tyler Boyd. Boyd up. Right. <laughs> and then uh, Giants defense against Atlanta. Okay. He's like, you don't have Tua in there. I had to drop him in one of my leagues. It was tough, but I had to. Yeah. I can't believe you drafted him. You're just upset that Daniel Jones is currently the fourth best fantasy quarterback in the league. Right. He was also Damn. ranked at number 16 by the NFL. Damn. I saw that two is ranked at what do we have, Matt? Hold on, let me let me peep real quick. I, I I would be shocked he's like 50th, like behind backups. I sent it to you, remember? And then I said two had turned the ball over and you got upset. You know what? That that I hate that meme so much because like <laughs> before that week seventeen game, he had two interceptions. Two turned the ball over. Two. Like when did this whole like Tua turn the ball over thing came to be? Like, he never turned the ball over in college, <laughs> like never. Tua turned the ball over. He's ranked twenty eighth in the league. I don't care. <laughs> you tell me he's. I, a, you think he's a bottom five quarterback? No. He just he dropped three ranks after last week. He says he's got fifty four point eight per completion percentage. God, you know what? You know Bro crazy? has two hundred and fifteen passing yards. That's wild. Yeah, it's crazy. You know what's crazy? Like, I root for the Miami Dolphins. I don't care. Like I've I saw so many of these Ryan Tannehill three hundred plus yard games and we lose. I saw so many of them. I saw Tannehill throw for four thousand yards in two seasons and we went seven to nine. I don't care. I want. I just want a winner. I don't care how good my quarterback plays or not. I want but a winning team. Yes, the, the quarterback two, position. It's can like help a, me put I was watching home. Pat McAfee this morning. And he had like he was because he was he said he's rooting for Miami. He said that he was also very like surprised about Finn's nation on Twitter. He said they're a great community. We're a little toxic. I'm not gonna lie. He said and, he was like, very really happy with them. He said but... he's a he's now a fan of Miami. But he also said he was like uh, going into next week. He's like, what's wrong? What's going on with the dorsal fin? The dorsal fin looks a little bruised going in for Finn's nation next week. Yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. I I like I love Pat McAfee. I prefer. I, I proceed to have. I please work no with us, Pat. We love you. Yeah, no, please. I like this past week. I did no trash talking. I didn't watch any of like, like the shows or anything like Colin Coward or like anything any shows like that because I just needed a week to just like get my mind off of the Dolphins because of that game. Because, wow, we that was that was a good game. That was a good game, I tell you. Hopefully, it's better this week. Hopefully, they pull on some damn points for crying out loud. 
But uh, you know what's crazy? Before the season started, when we were talking about the Mets and the Yankees, and I think I said, I was like, thank goodness this, I'm thank goodness uh, the football season is, is around the corner because it's dolphin season, baby. They're the team. Like, I don't care about the Mets anymore. They're, I hate them. It's, it's dolphin season. I'm two games in and I'm already miserable. See, if you don't have expectations, you can't be miserable. This is probably the this no. This is honestly the first time I had expectations for Miami, and like that's why we're so miserable this year. You had expectations for the Mets and Miami this year. Well, well, for the Mets, I usually have a whole lot of expectations every year, <laughs> but but it's it's more or less not sucking with the with the Mets. The Dolphins got, for the first time this year suck. For the first time this year, I for the Dolphins, I was like. We could be a playoff team. If we did this podcast in 2019, I was, I was watching, like, this team somebody, sucks. I was watching somebody take to a voice dub with Pete Alonso. So it was like him at Ben. He was yelling at him while he was on TV. He was like, look at you, fat ass. You want a cheeseburger? And then he struck out and he was walking over. He was like, what are you talking to your hitting coach about right now? Eating some more food, fat ass? Fucking suck. And he was going off on that. She was funny. That was funny. Yeah, you explaining that, it made me crack up. It just made me crack up because you guys are ass. Do you think I not know that I don't know that already? The, yesterday was probably the first time I watched the Mets a Mets game in like a week. Like, like after okay, so we had we went to the to the, the subway series game lat not this past Sunday, the previous Sunday. And I and I proceeded to watch like two, three games after that when they got s- swept by Seattle, uh, Seattle, not Seattle, St. Louis. And then that was when I was like, all right, I'm done here. I'm done for the year. I don't even wear Mets baseball. I'm good. He's better make the wild card. We're half a game in the second wild card spot. Well, yeah, you, 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 you could thank the Mets for not letting them have that spot because the Mets lost to Boston. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. No problem. You guys, suck ass. you guys are don't worry, you guys are only 10 games out of the second wild card spot. I know. Damn. Hey man, what happened? You guys were like ten games into first place in your division. Uh, let's see. We're not good <laughs> hitting <laughs> the ball. We are terrible. The Braves are like legit. Yeah, they were. They were the best team in the division. No, but I'm saying like they're on a tear lately, and that's without Ronald Acuna. Don't forget. Look, I'll keep saying it. They didn't do enough at the trade deadline. Oh, the bats, the bats, the bats never came around, and the manager's an idiot. They could have Jesus Christ on their roster, but nobody else could hit, and their pitchers are injured. Doesn't matter. Yeah, of course. So forget the trade deadline. Trade deadline means nothing. No, they needed to acquire more. They could the have acquired Max Scherzer and and uh, anybody you wanted, and they still would have been bad. That's true because Javi Baez <laughs> has been has been good, but no one else has stepped up. Your roster from the get go is what's being bad. 
before the season started, I was like, the I literally said in this podcast, the best part of this team is the lineup. And it's been the complete opposite. It the pitching's been the best part of this team, and the hitting has been awful. Like you probably literally go to one of the earlier episodes when before the season started. I was like, the hitting's gonna carry us. The pitching is uh, uh good thing that the pitching was ass, and then the hitting was also ass. The pitching was very good, <laughs> and then everyone got hurt. And then it was ass. I think that's how it works when you know you go to your seventh, eighth starting pitcher. The thing is, Pete, like you don't really understand the pain and the suffering we go through. You just don't. I hate that. Like this has been probably the most miserable I've been watching the Mets. Good thing the Wizards got Kyle Kuzma. Well, them I don't care. Like it, that, that, that they're like. I and have no idea. The, the, the Canadians fluked their way into a uh, a cup appearance again. Hell yeah! <laughs> I don't <laughs> care. Ooh. I don't care. They 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 also they they genuinely fluked their way into that cup. <laughs> like they were like they like looked around and like, why are we here? I don't know how they did it. They were like the twentieth <laughs> best team in the league. Yeah, because Tampa Bay is really good. If they pulled it off, would it have been like 2008 Giants-esque? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Because Tampa Bay was the reigning champs. On, I want to say they're on, on par though with that Boston team, though. Because that the those New England Patriots like the best offense to ever play the game of football. No, it's more or less where the Canadians were. Yeah, it's the same like as how the low they were. But the also Tampa Bay were they they were the favorites pretty much heading into the year, and they won they won last year, and they also had Wait, the Giants pulled it off as expected. Like they the Tampa Bay Lightning quickly like they literally have like I, I don't know how they do these contracts like some of their top guys are making like like Braden Point's making nine million dollars like if you don't know you don't know who Braden Point is but he's a ridiculously good player he's like making like eight nine million for like two three years or whatever it's a bargain victor Hedman's making like six million i hate i hate the lightning i hate everything like i wish the only thing that gives me joy is professional wrestling that's really the only good thing that that sports gives me and pete's i don't know what the hell he's doing he's in la la land right now i was thinking that uh the weekend rest in my brain do you have anything better to do? He's thinking. And he shakes his head. All right. Thank you. I wish yeah, I got into like... Hey, don't worry, though, because the Juice World single hopefully comes out this weekend. Not this weekend, tonight. What am I saying? As it was supposed to come out last week, but Lucifer canceled it. And then now it was supposed to be well, it was supposed to once again drop the 17th, and it was going to be a single out of not out of luck. My apologies, go hard with Lil Uzi, but but now maybe that's not going to drop at all. And it's a different song coming out today, but it might not. Not if nothing comes out tonight, you might just see like fans are already starting to like go berserk because it's kind of been a repetitive cycle of like if you were going to tease us for months and months, might as well just not say anything at all. 
Yeah. So because the hype's kind of already died down now, and you said like the first portion of the album was supposed to come out before the end of uh sorry, before September. And the entirety of the album was supposed to come out before the end of the year. But here we are, and we don't even have a single yet, and it's almost October. There's multiple clips from saying, like, oh, it won't even come out in October yet because, like, that's so far away. Like, it's going to come out in all, by the end of August. Here we are, October 20, September 24th. We might get a single. 23rd. Well, this, this episode's going to come out the 24th, so. But, but I'm saying come the single drop at midnight. If it comes out. If it comes out. It's just a, it's a mismanagement of, of legacy a little bit, but let's see. Mismanagement. Hey, Mis- I, I, I root for teams that also mismanage. Talk about the Mets. Yeah. Also mismanaged because he also had uh, the, the ex-fiance, Ali. She was on things. She was like, I don't know why a single didn't come out. I'm disappointed in the management. And then that's kind of like, oh, shit. She's never said something like that before. Interesting. And she was also talking about how, like, why don't they, they don't involve her in some of the decision making as well, kind of because she knew everything. I think I have really no, no say in this because I don't know Juice World inside out compared to you. Juice. Juice. Mr. World. That's on that note. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. You can do anything as well, open your mind to. Nine, nine, nine. Take it away, Evan. Miami is going to win the football game. Yeah, way to ruin the ending.